0: so with all respects for the person and having all sympathy for him we are not trying to uh, make a mockery of anybody any individual but we are trying to understand from his own personal life experiences which he has shared obviously with everyone now so some people are sharing it some people are not sharing it some people are brave courageous who share it so one of the biggest celebrity celebrities who are living now who are present when he came to india people were mad to visit the stadium where he came and people think oh if i have this life a celebrity status it would be so nice but then he had a very 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 bad habit of drugs and he's telling just read the headlines justin bieber says his drug problem was so bad that bodyguards would check his pulse as he slept so just to make sure he is dead, alive, or, or what? He was so much into drugs. So why he was so much into drugs? What caused all this uh, great mess in his life? So because he became successful quite early, at the age of around 15 years. And when he got so much success, he's one of the most famous person, very rich person. And uh, even after all that success which he has got, he was not happy and satisfied in his life. He tells... Uh, in this article that he was feeling emptiness hollowness in his life so that pushed him into this habit of drugs because a person does not know what to do now i have achieved whatever i wanted or even what i could not think of i'm more successful than that but still there is emptiness in the life hollowness in the life so they start escaping they want to forget this reality that i am having some dissatisfaction in life so that is why it is told that there are two kinds of people who are miserable. One is poor, miserable. Another is rich, miserable. So the poor, miserable, he has hope in his life. So being poor, miserable, they say is better because he's hopeful that the day when I become rich, I will be happy. But the rich, miserable is very, very miserable because he does not know what to do in life. So this is a big scam and we have to burst this scam by uh, understanding the message of bhagavad-gita and if we have common sense then we can understand but unfortunately this common sense is stolen away by unlimited sense enjoyment as prevalent in uh, today's times so it's a big scam that material success will make you happy how many more examples should we take of celebrities of sportsmen of scientists of uh, educators of leaders politicians everybody who have been very immensely successful in their field feel hollow and empty after all that success so it does not make you happy that is a fact sri Prabhupada gives example Um, he was speaking in one of the lectures in 1969 so he told when i uh, was there in new york and uh, whenever any person would meet me any gentleman says oh you are from india Oh, India is a very poor country. So Prabhupada told they were uh, expressing disgust. Oh, India is a poor country and there is a food problem. So Prabhupada told, yes, Uh, it is a fact that India is having one problem and that is food problem. That time because of mismanagement and other things, uh, food was a scarcity. The task of ambassadors was to visit various countries so that they can get food for India. So they told, yes, definitely India is a poor country. And there is one problem, that is food problem. But is your country free from problems? Yes, you may not be poverty stricken. You may not have that food problem, but you have many other major issues. The Vietnam War was there. The hippie population was there. And all the youngsters, young generation is getting spoiled. People do not know. They belong to very good good background, Prabhupada tells that that person is coming out from a big palatial house in his good car. But then he lies on the street, sleeps openly. He has become a hippie. So the government was very much worried, what shall we do? Our young generation, they are turning into hippies, useless people. And so many other issues, so many other problems. Now we see this current problem pandemic, it is there everywhere. So sometimes when a person is suffering so much, there is load on his head. He thinks, so let me shift it somewhere, put it on my shoulder, and that would be better. Or if the pain is there on some portion of the body, we think if this pain would have been there in some other portion, it is better. So similarly, you have solved poverty problem, but you have created a dozen other problems. This is the materialistic way of life. The The remedial measure is more miserable than the misery itself the fields which are you know the topmost fields of today's research work on what we are doing research just to counteract the problems we have created so all the big fortune is being invested in all these researches just to counter the problems which we have created in a bit to solve the existing issues So thus we have to understand this, that it is a wrong education by which everybody is brainwashed that if you become materially successful, that is having name, fame, money, people, good spouse with you, or friends around you, you will be happy. No, that is not possible. It is a scam. People do not know. They are so unfortunate. So now he's thanking that uh, God is playing a very important role in my life. God has corrected me. So those who are pious in stress, they come to God and those who are impious they become atheist however whatever it is and yeah another thing I would like to share with you. So this is the list of the countries you are seeing world's biggest consumers of antidepressants So this is the data per thousand people means how many people every thousand they take defined daily dosage of antidepressants and uh, the country which consumes the maximum amount of depressants per thousand people the rate is in Iceland it is not the population it is the rate what percentage so 130 in thousand that means 13 in every hundred means 1.3 percent in every 10 percent is taking antidepressant Australia 104 per thousand means one in 10% similar is the case for Portugal, UK, Sweden, Canada, New Zealand, Spain, Finland, and there have been researches which year after year are telling Finland is the happiest country of the world it is the happiest country but here you see what is the happiest country Finland is among the most depressed nations of the world so every 16 people one person is depressed Similarly, Canada is also told one of the happiest countries and so is told for other countries also. They rank among the happiest nations. But you see, what is the situation? Australia, UK, all these countries, Germany, France, you know, topmost nations, most developed nations, they don't have problems which we are facing. But the antidepressants prove they have dozen other problems, many, many other problems. South Korea, these are all developed nations. So just see, this is the situation of Germany, France, who are world leaders of England, who was world ruler, all these countries. So what kind of research they do on happiness? We don't understand how somebody can tell Finland is the happiest country when it is uh, the rate of consuming depressants is among the highest in the world. So that is why we should not, uh, yeah, sometimes we show such things, but people do not understand what is happiness. They will have some parameter and they will try to do something about it. But this is the situation. The most developed nations of the world. They are consuming most antidepressants also. So that is why Prabhupada told we are simply trying to shift the load. Yes, you shifted the load. There was food problem in India. Now that problem might not be there. But then there are a dozen other problems like your country. So we are simply trying to shift the problems. So this is not civilization, that you shift the problem and you make your life more miserable. Rather, as I uh, discussed another case with you a couple of months ago, that one of the devotees, uh, he shared that he became very, very serious in Krishna consciousness. He is one of the European countries now very fired up for preaching. He has taken a lot of financial load and uh, other uh, uh, responsibilities So we never thought he would become such a fired-up preacher. So he told why you are spending all your money, all your time into this preaching? Why you are doing like that? What inspired you so much? You were not even very serious in Krishna consciousness before. So then he told, he experienced this uh, depression and used some terms which people uh, uh, use these days. He told Prabhu, it is a very, very common thing. So... Uh, Then he uh, expressed that Prabhu, it is such a horrible state, you start hallucinating, thinking a situation which is not there, which is not existing, you start thinking, Oh, everybody in my family has died, what will happen to me now and you become depressed. Although that is not the case. Oh, if I get stuck in the lift, I am I've got stuck in the lift for so many hours, what do although it is not reality. And like this, so many other complications are created. And he was telling this uh, panic attack, this thing is so dangerous. I don't know whether you have experience or not. He told it is very common in the European countries and becoming very, very common in India because we are also trying to shift load, trying to solve problems, creating another problem. So he told Prabhu, this pain is so horrible that I was telling, please cut my hand if you want, but please try to help me. Please give me some relief from this problem. These panic panic attacks are so dangerous. That is why if somebody's hand is cut, he can tolerate; he will not commit suicide. But these panic attacks, mental problem, people are so agitated; they are not able to continue their lives. So it is very very dangerous. So a person who has knowledge, he can see these things. That although India is a poor country, but India is much much happier than you all. Now India also is catching a very fast galloping. So we have to understand it is a big scam so please save time understand it is common sense why antidepressants why all these pills because problems have increased in your country, although you have solved some of the problems they anti uh, what do we call loneliness ministry and so many other forums they are creating trying to address these issues. So Prabhupada told, why these problems are there? This is called civilization. Civilization does not mean you are working so hard, enjoying senses. You don't have time to think even you are suffering. Closing the eyes like a rabbit. A rabbit, when the hunter attacks, rabbit closes the eyes and it becomes blissfully Yes, no problem. And peacefully, it gets killed by the hunter. In a similar fashion, we want to close the eyes. But when the problem becomes very severe, very intense, like it is happening now, then people shake up and they understand, yes, there is problem. What to do now? no oxygen, nothing is there, no hospitals are there, no beds are there, what to do, where to go? So nature is training the living entities. So nature has got various arrangements. A person who is intelligent, simply by observing the nature, he can understand, Prabhupada tells, just like you see moth dashing into fire. Moth thinks, oh, this fire will give me happiness if I just come closer to it. And then moth loses its life. Patanga, matanga. So like this, various examples of other species are given. The fish gets attracted by that insect, which is used as bait. And it is hooked out and loses its life. In a similar fashion, just like a moth dashes into fire, the Vedas tell what is the root cause of all the problems which people are suffering in this world. And the root cause of problem is that thing which is very, very attractive to us. That is Punsastriya Mithuni Bhava Metam Tayor Mitho Punsa Punsastriya, the attraction between man and woman, which is publicized everywhere. Any person wants to advertise anything, they want to use this point. In the management colleges, if they teach you marketing, they will tell this attraction between man and woman, it should be leveraged everywhere there is fear factor, there is sexual attraction, like these few factors are there, which they create to market their product. So punsa, striya mithuni, bhava, metam, the thing which is advertised as most happiest thing, a false advertisement, specially created by the movies and other things. So that is a root cause. This attachment is the root cause of all the problems the Vedas tell that we face there is a very strong knot once there is sexual attraction then there is strong knot in the heart so person is working very hard day in and day out and he's working eighteen hours twelve hours in the office sometimes Mumbai especially we see people travel three hours on an average for their office but why the person is coming back at night to his home? Anyway, he's just coming for a few hours at night. He can well stay back in the office. So Prabhupada explains, no, he comes back for this sex pleasure. It is an open secret. This is what is making him take extra three, four hours every day. But he's spending that. He's working very hard. And he's thinking, this thing will make me happy, just like a moth dashing into fire. So Bhagavata mentions, Tayo mitho ridaye mahu. Ata Griha shetra sutapta Vittay. Now, when you are married, you want to have this thing have this pleasure then what is the next step next step is you want griha you want a house if a person is single he may not have any house he can manage anywhere so some people some beggars were interviewed so one beggar was very happy he told why are you are so happy he told because i'm divorced now <laughs> earlier my wife was there so much botheration was there now i can eat anywhere anything i can sleep anywhere i, can, I am so free But when you are there, uh, you want to enjoy this pleasure, then Griha, you need a house. Then you need Kshetra. Kshetra means field because earlier people were not going for these uh, horrible jobs. They were having a field. Three months they would cultivate, little work they have to do. So you need field. Today field means job. Then you need a job. If a person uh, uh, does not want to enjoy this attraction, then he's free. Otherwise, he has to pick up job also. You need a house. You need a job. Then Sutta, then children will come out. Then there is further entanglement for children bringing them up educating them healthcare and so many other things are there they come along with that suta aapta then other relatives are there they will consume time energy and then you have to maintain social status among the relatives as soon as relatives come into picture you have to show them status vittaya then you need vitta money for all this for this you have to work hard then janasya mohoyam aham mameti, then moha then bewilderment is generated so, when a person, it all starts with punsa astriya mithuni bhava metam, combination of man and woman. Then, house comes into picture, then children, uh, your employment, your relatives, and then bewilderment is generated. Mohoyam aham Then, this bewilderment comes that this is me, this body belongs to me, and these people, they are mine. Aham In this illusion, person lives life after life, and he has to work so hard in his life. So that is why the Vedic culture, first of all, educates in Brahmacharya Ashram that please do not enter at all. So those who are still not uh, able to control for them, regulation is uh, recommended. Okay, you want to enter, there is Grihast Ashram, please follow a regulated discipline. So if in uh, household life also person follows all the rules and regulations very nicely, uh, then uh, he is also a spiritualist, then it is all right. So first of all, do not enter. But if you wish to enter, then you follow the regulations. But ultimately, Vanaprastha and then (coughs) sannyas. So if it is asked, what is the purpose of this Varnashrama system? Krishna tells Chatur vanya Maya Srishtama, I have created this Varnashrama, the very beautiful management of society so that society is peaceful. Peace is required to analyze this fact. Oh, moth is dashing into fire. Why? moth does not suffer moth suffers moth does not feel the burn it feels the burn it loses its life rather so why moth is jumping because he does not expect that i will face the heat also you think so this is just full of light lamp is just full of light he does not understand another feature of lamp which is realizable only when it is actually reached and by that time it is too late so those who are materially successful they understand what are the problems associated with those positions from a distance it all looks very good oh there is no problem over there america great no food problem but go there and you understand what are the problems there so if a person is peaceful he can analyze oh is my situation also like a moth i am thinking this thing will make me happy but i'll get burnt if i approach that sense object so peace is required so nature gives all these teachings very very nicely Prabhupada tells there is no need for any formal education simply analyze nature and you will understand everything very beautifully that is why Bhagavatam preaches entirely through nature put water in the roots and automatically leaves and fruits are nourished is this the situation with me also my root is somewhere else I am not getting satisfaction because I am not watering the root that root is Vasudev Krishna how these devotees are satisfied saints are satisfied they don't enjoy their senses but no they are enjoying their senses by actually watering the root their senses are completely satisfied so peace is required to understand this thing and when a person is not peaceful he cannot understand uh, by observing the nature by reading the scriptures if a human population becomes animalistic then nature punishes like we are being punished now Animal, if you tell animal, excuse me, can you please move left? They will not move. You have to use a stick. So that is where nature uses stick. Although we are suffering, but we don't realize. So nature beats us even more harshly. And then a person wakes up. Yes, yes, I am suffering actually. So it is a work of nature ultimately to solve a problem of life by making a surrender to Krishna. So in seventh chapter, verse number 14, Prabhupada told this is the solution which we are very scientifically trying to explain to society. Devi hiesha gunumai Mamma Maya Duratya. This Maya is under my control. Maya Adhyakshena Prakriti. You cannot control nature. Maya Adhyakshena it is following my command. And duratya, because it is acting under my direction, it is unconquerable. But then I am having so much problem in this maya and this material nature energy how to come out of it so krishna tells please surrender unto me you are surrendering unto so many people you are following strictly the advice of doctor please follow my advice or advice of spiritual doctor who has knowledge complete knowledge of what is this world what is the objective of the world how to become happy here and such an expert is called a spiritual master So either we have to take instructions from Krishna or from spiritual master and learn how a person, how we can completely surrender to Krishna. This is the only solution of all the problems of life, shifting the load from here to there or rather increasing the load. If you want to come out of this loop, if you want to come out of this scam that my material objectives will make me happy. No, they will create more and more stress in our life, just like moth dashes into fire. So if you want to stop this dashing into fire, we want to become happy, then we have to follow this process called bhakti yoga, surrendering to Krishna. So which are the primary elements of this bhakti yoga? This we discussed in the previous session. Let us have a quick recap, then we will move on with the progressive steps. So we learned the five elementary, most important steps. And those steps are mentioned in easy journey to other planets. I hope you have come across it. You would have visited the Telegram link or the Prabhupada books link, which I had shared. If you have not, I'll share again today. So this is very nice book, Easy Journey to Other Planets. So which were the five things that she discussed? The first thing is a serious candidate of absolute truth. What is truth of life? How to solve the problem? What is the cause of problem? Must find a spiritual master in order to be trained scientifically. Why training is required? We discussed because in this body, you cannot understand truth. You cannot perceive truth just like A dog can never understand our sciences, our governance, and other systems. Body is not so designed. So our material body is not designed to understand absolute truth and spirit, which is the root, which is the background of all the activities that we see. So this body has to be purified or spiritualized, just like a sick man has to be cured to give him real perception of the taste of food. In a similar fashion, in order to have real understanding of the world, a person who is intoxicated, he has to be brought out of intoxication so that he can perceive world in reality, in its real uh, situation. So we have to be brought out of this intoxication of enjoying sense objects, especially ponsas, mithuni bhava metam, life after life. So in order to be trained in this scientific procedure to spiritualize our body, so that it is no longer affected by the forces of nature, dragged by the sense objects, this process of spiritualization is done by a spiritual master so first of all we have to find accept a bona fide spiritual master and when we are sufficiently purified second step is important that is called diksha vidhane na jayate nanam. second birth is called dvija is expected from any sensible human being first birth is by biological parents second birth is by Uh, Gayatri or the Vedas and the spiritual master second birth what is birth soul is eternal birth means you get a new body that is called birth so after diksha initiation uh, we get new body spiritual body it appears like uh, the same old body but the nature of the body has completely changed in that sense it is a new body so this happens at the time of diksha, and all the past karma is squared up finished so when the past sinful activities are finished then only a person can advance in spiritual life and engage in the service of god then third step we have accepted spiritual master we have taken diksha formal admission to understand vedic knowledge spiritual knowledge before diksha there is no question of transmission of spiritual knowledge then there is third step so now if you want you have taken formal admission you want to understand spiritual life opanayan has happened diksha ceremony now you should be Satisfied, candidate must be prepared to satisfy the spiritual master in every way because it's a personal process. Entire bhakti yoga is personal process. Other yogas are impersonal, mechanical processes. Using the strength of your car, you try to drive fast. And bhakti yoga means airlifting immediately. Beyond the capacity of car, it can be taken immediately to any position. So Krishna tells Tesham aham samuddharta. Don't worry to generate and activate your chakras and raise your prana and all these things which are so difficult and impossible in this age to follow. Simply depend upon me. After activating all these things, your energies and raising the life air, becoming perfect yogi ultimately, then also you have to come to bhakti yoga as we have seen in Bhagavad Gita. So why not you take directly? So that is why a candidate must be prepared to satisfy the spiritual master in every way. Satisfaction of bona fide spiritual master is a secret of success of spiritual life. So always one should be thinking like we think now, how to satisfy myself or my family. Similarly, disciple means a sincere spiritualist means he's always thinking how to satisfy my spiritual master, how to satisfy throughout the day he's thinking. In this way, he's keeping constant touch with the spiritual master by simply thinking how to execute his instructions. And by this constant touch of spiritual master, the disciples also gets completely spiritualized. Prabhupada, right after he met his spiritual master, he was thinking, How can I serve my spiritual master? And Prabhupada was doing business also just so that by the result of his business. So Prabhupada he contributed a lot for establishing the Allahabad Gaudiamat of his spiritual master. And then he was thinking, by becoming very rich, I will support the mission. He was doing all this activity just for that end. So this is the third step. Always candidate must be prepared to satisfy the spiritual master in every way. And fourth is now after you are satisfying, you have satisfied the spiritual master, you ask questions because we need to understand what is truth of life from where I have come, why I have come, why I am suffering, this world has been created by a creator, which law I have broken that I am put into all this suffering. So asking these questions is important and we discussed how do we ask questions spiritual master may not be physically approachable by anybody like Prabhupada was not he was having thousands of disciples so inquiry, spiritual inquiry, is not hindered by space time gap. So simply by reading the instructions the books of the spiritual master or by hearing his Vani a disciple can these are all personal instructions. That is why we discuss some devotees tell Prabhu. I am feeling it is the same thing written in every page. Or I feel the same thing is being repeated in every lecture. This means the lectures or books are not revealing further knowledge because we have not tried to satisfy the spiritual master further. We have not done seva. So if seva is not there, spiritual master is not satisfied, we will feel it's all the same thing. We'll find it boring, spiritual life. And if seva is there, if we are sacrificing, trying to please the spiritual master then spiritual life will be fresh and we'll get new realization and knowledge every time. So we should try to place inquiry. We should be very, very eager to read the books, to hear the instructions also. So these are the four very important steps. And then fifth step we discussed, try to follow in the footsteps of great sages, previous authorities, all the previous great sages authorities we discussed right from the time of Lord Brahma, the first person of the universe, his son, Kumaras, Lord Shiva, And all of them, to great Acharyas like uh, Shripad Ramanuj Acharya, it's his appearance day. So Ramanuj Acharya is there and uh, today or yesterday it was Madhva Acharya and Nimbarka Acharya, Vishnu Swami. All of them, they followed the same thing. Shankara Acharya, Bhaj Govindam, Bhaj Govindam, Govindam Bhaj mudmate. All the acharyas have told simply things, just govindam mate, Please surrender to the lotus feet of Krishna. Engage in his service. Uh, we live in Maharashtra, Tukaram, and so many devotees of Lord Vithala have been there. And uh, there is kanakadas uh, uh, there is Lord Chaitanya, all the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, there is Mirabai, Purandardas. You take any example, any great sage, All of them have been following the same process of engaging in bhakti yoga, devotional service of God by chanting his names. So we should not get lost in any new process by a spiritual quack. We should follow the steps, footsteps of great sages. Now, which is the sixth step? The candidate must be prepared to change his habits in terms of the instructions contained in the books of authority. And for the satisfaction of the Lord, he must be prepared to sacrifice both sense gratification and sense abnegation, following the example of Arjuna. Now this is very, very important point. The candidate must be prepared to change his habits in terms of the instructions contained in the books of authority. So we all have various habits. Now, if you don't want to change habit, then uh, garbage in, garbage out. So we have to change the way we deal, the way we behave, the way we act in order to have a different output in life. So the scriptures are mentioning some instructions. We should be willing to change our habits. If we are there in the old rut following the same thing, we cannot expect much change in our life. So we have to have enthusiasm. We have to bring change in our habits. And for what should we change our habits? For the satisfaction of the Lord. He must be prepared to sacrifice both sense gratification and sense abnegation following the example of arjuna so some devotees they understand so this is where many devotees they also lose their spiritual life so they understand that sense gratification is bad i don't want this sense enjoyment i don't want to run after so much of money i just want to have a simple life let me go and live in the live in my hometown it is a peaceful city or in my village or somewhere And Prabhu, I am satisfied with a simple life. I will teach in schools over there or whatever some online work I will do. I am satisfied in my place. I don't want to live in a city like Delhi, Bombay, New York and suffer this thing. I have realized. But we have to understand, is Lord satisfied by such an activity? So uh, Srila Prabhupada left Vrindavan. He went into those cities, New York, and we are thinking, let me leave all these busy busy cities because I have understood sense enjoyment is not happiness. So we should wonder why our spiritual master he crossed the oceans and went into those cities which I am planning to leave for my settlement. So that is why both these things are contamination. Sense gratification and sense abnegation also. Ultimately, disease is still there. That is my personal enjoyment. When I understand, oh, this material success is like moth dashing into fire. And then I don't want to enjoy it. I want to have this thing. So in sense enjoyment, there is no satisfaction. So we find satisfaction in sense abnegation. Let me have a simple life. Prabhu, I've decided I will not be, I will just have a government job and I will whatever I am satisfied in that thing. So that is why devotees are never uh, They go for such decisions. So, devotee is always prepared to satisfy the Lord. So, Lord is satisfied not by a peaceful life, but by rigorous engagement in His service. That is why Arjuna, he was using the same thing. Arjuna was giving up all His kingdom. Krishna, I don't want all this big kingdom. You are telling me to fight. I am not greedy. My brothers only are there. No, let them enjoy my brothers' all this kingdom and property. I am simply, I will live by begging. It does not matter. So just see, it's a very nice decision. He doesn't wish to fight with his brothers. Let them enjoy the kingdom. I will live begging. This is called self-abnegation. But then a devotee, as a devotee, Arjuna understood the desire of Krishna. Krishna does not want a peaceful life for me. Krishna wants me to fight and not just be detached from my relatives, but kill my relatives. This is called Bhakti Yoga. That is why it is not easy to perform. For the satisfaction of Lord, Arjuna killed the person who was like his father. Bhishma and all his cousins, brothers and so many other people so it took so much of mental agony and so much of physical struggle for the satisfaction of Krishna that is a Bhagavad Gita this knowledge, Arjuna was chosen as the right candidate, best candidate because Arjuna was a soul surrender to Krishna as soon as he understood it is Krishna's desire I should fight, Krishna wants to remove them, then he did not bother, without any second thought he killed everybody And it took such trouble. So in Bhagavatam it is mentioned. Yudhishthir Maharaj. Finally he got some peace of mind. So devotee take all the disturbances. At the physical level. At the mental level. For the satisfaction of Krishna. So if you want to advance in Bhakti Yoga. We should understand this very very important point. That enough. Thinking of my pleasure. I don't want to. I am not attached to living in the cities. Not I am attached to living in the village i'm not attached to a very glamorous life i'm not attached to a very simple life i am not attached to traveling in the local trains i am not attached to not traveling in the local trains i simply want to satisfy the lord and my spiritual master what is their satisfaction so is it required for me for uh, Uh, So that is why Prabhupada told when some householders were there because Brahmacharis anyway, they are full time serving. Householders wanted some uh, wanted understanding from Prabhupada. Prabhupada, what should we do? We are living with family. And so Prabhupada gave two instructions. One instruction is so either you engage full time in Sankirtana and temple will give some maintenance. And it is not as per your qualification, your degree, the amount of savor, some maintenance for the body only, that's it. That will be given to you. And you full time engage in direct preaching, Sankirtana, in temple duties. Or else, if you want to work outside, then you earn as much money as possible. Yes, there's the instruction. You earn as much money as possible and donate at least half of your income for the satisfaction of Krishna. So that is why an easygoing life is never approved by. Krishna or spiritual master. So that is why we should neither go for uh, unlimited sense enjoyment, we should neither go for self abnegation. We should simply think, how, where is the preaching opportunity? Where is the opportunity for seva? And Prabhupada was telling Nirjana Bhajan, he was explaining two stages of spiritual life. Uh, So, first stage, uh, we cannot do chanting 24 hours Hare Krishna Mahamantra but this is a desire of the devotee once we advance in spiritual life initially we think oh this chanting let me somehow finish I have taken commitment of some rounds but when we advance we just want to chant the entire day we just want to read the entire day Prabhupada tells the uh, materialist is jumping from here and there he is never fixed in his duty he will uh, be in school he will be thinking when will I go to college in college he's thinking when will I get job then he's thinking when will I change job then he thinks, when will I do startup? Then he will think, oh, service industry is not good. Let me have my product. Then this product is also not good. Another project, product, and then oh, let me become philanthropist. His mind will always be changing. But devotee is very satisfied. Simply, if he gets opportunity of reading Srimad Bhagavatam anywhere. A devotee does not need anything. Simply by reading Bhagavatam, he is satisfied. Simply, if he gets the chance of thinking lotus feet of Krishna, he simply satisfied by this activity. Nothing else is required. So devotees always, they just want to keep on chanting, hearing the names of Krishna, want to read the pastimes of Krishna, hear about Krishna. But because uh, they understand people are suffering, they engage themselves rigorously in preaching activity. So Prabhupada told initially, because such taste is not developed, uh, so we have to engage ourselves in this preaching activity. But then after you have done sufficient preaching, if you have done sufficient preaching, you have worked very hard, then you can do nirjan bhajan. You can retire in Vrindavan someplace and uh, there you can just 24 hours engage yourself in chanting reading and hearing so then they told Prabhupada Prabhupada also told that yes I will be going there and then Prabhupada did not go so then Prabhupada told no for me it is not possible and Prabhupada in all his humility uh, he told that I am not qualified for this bhajan I think I am still not qualified I am not purified enough Unless somebody is not purified, he has not worked very, very hard for Krishna his entire life. He cannot do this Nirjan Bhajan like the Goswami, Zaridas Thakur and other advanced devotees. Mind will agitate, mind will disturb. So Prabhupada told his disciples, work very hard while you are young. You are having a fit body in preaching so that after retirement, you can just be completely absorbed in Krishna and there would be no disturbance. Otherwise, mind will disturb you. So Prabhupada is telling here, no, I cannot retire because I am not purified enough. So, disciples understood Prabhupada's message. So, Prabhupada, if you are telling you are not uh, uh, purified enough, we will also never be purified enough. So, Prabhupada told, Is it not good? Uh, Let me die on the battlefield. Isn't it better that while preaching we leave our body? So, Prabhupada wanted to stress that how important is this preaching activity, thinking of others? So, this is very important. So, sometimes we think we are spiritualists, so i want to have a simple life no we are still having although we are doing some rounds we are reading but still there is this seed of materialist in our heart if you want to have a peaceful life for ourselves peaceful life is never going to bring us happiness uh, never going to bring us spiritual happiness material peace we'll get for for some time so that is why uh, Prabhupada presented by his example A devotee should be willing to sacrifice sense and gratification, as well as sense abnegation. So I'm working very hard. Hard work is required, but not for sense enjoyment so that I can offer the results of my activities to Krishna. And if I'm not working for the results, what will I offer to Krishna? And how will my life be successful? So be detached from both hard working is very important for Krishna. Laziness, Prabhupada never recommended either work full time in the temple, remain satisfied with maintenance or you earn as much money as possible. And offer at least half of your wealth to Krishna. But hard work for Krishna is very much required. This is spiritual life. So don't be attached to sense gratification and sense abnegation. Just be attached to working for Krishna. This is another important principle of bhakti yoga. Candidates should live in a spiritual atmosphere. Now, this is seventh important point. So, that is why Dhritarashtra is very much concerned. Dharmakshetra, Kurukshetra, Samaveta, Yuyutsava, the first shloka of the Bhagavad Gita, that in Dharmakshetra, Kurukshetra, Samaveta, they have assembled. Yuyutsava, being desirous to fight. Mamaka Pandavashaiva, my sons and the sons of Pandu. Sanjaya, what did they do? They were desirous to fight. Why is asking such a question? If two parties have gone on the battlefield, they want to fight, they will fight. No. So Prabhupada explains to no, because Dharmakshetra, he has told, Kurukshetra is a place of dharma, place of spiritual activities from time immemorial. It is famous among the devatas also, this place Kurukshetra. So, because this place is a place of religion, he is scared that now they were desirous to fight in her political capital, but being there, they may not change their mind under the influence of Kurukshetra. So, that is why one's desires are affected by the place in which he is living. So, that is why it is told candidates should live in a spiritual atmosphere. This is very, very important for our life. So, that is why we should, uh, uh, that anyway, we will discuss after we finish these points. Next point, so self uh, sense, gratification, abnegation, seven point, spiritual atmosphere. Eight points, so all this we should practically apply. It is not just for hearing and forgetting. So please make sure you uh, keep on reading these points and apply as soon as possible. Eight point, he must be satisfied with as much wealth as is sufficient for maintenance only. He should not try to amass more wealth than is necessary to sustain himself in a simple way. So this is also very important as much as is required. If we use that thing, just like as much food as is required for keeping the body healthy, we'll be able to enjoy the food. Otherwise soon diseases will come. Neither will be able to enjoy the food. Other enjoyment also will be taken away from life. So sense gratification can be enjoyed only to the extent of maintenance of body. So a person should train himself. Now training is reverse. It is always reversed in material world in Kali yuga It is very much reversed. So slowly we should try to cut down and we should try to move towards a simple living and high thinking philosophy. So we should be satisfied with as much wealth is sufficient for maintenance. That's it. Amassing more wealth is not required. So have wealth for Krishna, not for your satisfaction. Ninth important point, he must observe the fasting dates such as the 11th day of the growing and waning moon. That is called Ekadashi. Ekadashi fasting brings us on a path of rapid spiritual advancement. 10th, he must show respect to the banyan tree, the cow and the learned brahmana and the devotee. They are very dear to Krishna. So that is why we should offer respect to banyan tree, cow, learned brahmana and the Vaishnavas, the devotees. These are the first stepping stones toward the path of devotional service. Gradually, one has to adopt other items which are negative in character. So there are positive items and there are negative items plus and minus. So these are positive things that we are supposed to do. Now, there are a few things which we are supposed to avoid. What are those first? One should avoid offenses in the discharge of devotional service and in chanting holy names. So there are many offenses which we can commit. These offenses are more dangerous than the sinful activities. So sin, what is sin? Uh, There are uh, laws which apply here. Krishna does not directly interfere in material world. So we are suffering not because Krishna is angry. He is sending Corona. Krishna is not at all bothered what is happening in material world. He has put some laws here, just like the traffic. The traffic police is not directly bothered. Traffic signals are there. They regulate the traffic. So in a similar fashion, when a person breaks the material laws that is called sin, but when he is on the spiritual path by pleasing Krishna, and spiritual master and the devotees, he can make advancement and when he offends Krishna or spiritual master or the devotee, that is called offense. So these offenses are much, much more dangerous than the sinful activities. So we should avoid carefully these offenses. So they are listed 10 in number for chanting the holy name that I've discussed previously also. So all these 10 offenses against chanting, we should avoid and in devotional service also. For deity worship, there are 64 offenses. So they should be avoided. Then he should avoid extensive association with the non-devotees. So just like now we have very, very, thoroughly understood this principle of association no it is airborne they are telling so please maintain distance or have mask. do not touch you know have distance from the person isolate the person in a similar fashion the association of materialist non-devotees is very very contaminating scriptures are telling don't even see the face of atheist you will get contaminated by seeing his face also So that is why we should avoid extensive association for with the non-devotees. So what does it mean? So anyway, we are living in society. We cannot run away anywhere. Extensive association. What is that? That I'll explain in the coming points. So just means hi, hello. That's basic thing. We should uh, be well-behaved, well-wishing for everyone, but extensive association, which is mentioned in the... Next page, that should be avoided with the non-devotees. Otherwise, by sitting with them, socializing with the non-devotees, we also get contamination like we are getting COVID now. Much more subtle. COVID is less infectious. This is much more infectious. He must not take on unlimited disciples. This means that the candidate who has successfully followed the first 12 items can also become spiritual master himself so if these 12 items are followed very nicely such a candidate can become spiritual master his spiritual master will tell now you're qualified you can take disciples but then also unless he is engaged in preaching work he should not accept many many disciples just as a student also becomes monitored in class with a limited number of disciples he must not pose himself as a vastly learned man simply by quoting statements in books He must have solid knowledge of the necessary books without superfluous knowledge in others. So reading too many books, not to speaking of material knowledge that is uh, material gratification that brings down the desire for spiritual advancement. Even spiritual subject matter also has to be very, very nicely received in parampara. Even spiritual books, one should not read so many. That is also one of the important elements just to show scholarship sometimes. People quote, oh, this is there in this Veda, this is there in that Veda, and they will quote from everywhere. We should simply stick to the books given by the spiritual master. This is another very important element mentioned in the Puranas, which Prabhupada has translated here. So deep knowledge in the books given by one's own guru, rather than superfluous knowledge of many, many books. That is impediment. A regular and successful practice of above 14 items will enable the candidate to maintain mental equilibrium even amidst great trials of material loss and gain. In the next stage, the candidate does not become afflicted by lamentation and illusion. He does not deride another's mode of religion or worship, nor does he deride the personality of Godhead or his devotees. So we should not deride, make fun of other religion, which many fanatics they do, or their mode of worship. So this thing should be avoided because everyone has been given a process as per their standards and at the same time he never tolerates blasphemy against lord or his devotees this is also very important if somebody is blaspheming lord or the devotees and we tolerate don't stop them don't leave the place don't become angry at such a time then that is impediment in spiritual life it is told because bhakti yoga process is process of establishing relationship with god So if somebody is telling something for our parents, we become angry because there is a relationship. If you don't experience such emotions when somebody blasphemes God or his devotees, then that is an impediment. Someone should not tolerate blasphemy. Immediately leave that place. Or if you are knowledgeable enough, you counteract that person, make him understand that he is wrong. If you are not knowledgeable, leave that place immediately. He should not indulge in the discussion of topics dealing with relationship between man and woman nor should he engage in useless topics concerning other family affairs. This is called Bollywood industry. So they should be avoided, 19th point. So it may be difficult for those, some of you might be very new, but if you think with a peaceful mind, we can understand. This is like mod dashing into fire. There is no satisfaction. And very nicely, it is mentioned in a Vaishnava song that I thought that this will bring me great enjoyment. But all this life has just caused me more embarrassment. So that is why no more indulgence in discussion of topics dealing with relationship between man and woman. These things should be avoided. He should not inflict pain either in body or in mind upon other living beings, whomsoever they may be. So this is also very important. We should not agitate anybody mentally or physically. Already people are so much suffering in this world devotee does not inflict pain mentally or physically upon other living beings he is not cause of anxiety for anybody this is what we should practice as far as possible we should not put anybody into anxiety to any not just human being any living entity out of the above 20 items the first three positive items are imperative <clears throat> and most essential for serious candidate so which are the first three items accepting bona fide spiritual master diksha, and trying to satisfy spiritual master in every respect these are imperative means compulsory one must do it before anything in spiritual life accept a spiritual master take diksha, and try to satisfy him in every way this is mentioned in the vedas most essential for the serious candidate There are 44 other items to be followed by the serious candidate. So this is just the beginning. Apart from these 20 items, there are 44 other items. But Lord Chaitanya has selected five as the most important. These were selected owing to the present condition of civic life. They are as follows. So if we are following these five items, our life would be successful. So which are the five items? We should put prime focus on these items these are there are first three steps which we have followed anyway after following first three steps uh, these all 20 plus 44 items are there out of that lord chatanya has told okay please focus on these five items these are most important we should try to follow uh, all of them as much as possible but these five we have to follow and what are these items first one should associate with the devotees so we hear a lot we have to have devotee association devotee association but what does it mean devotee association it means association with devotees is made possible by hearing them attentively so entire day i am sitting with prabhu and i am discussing something uh the uh, new economic policy i am discussing the new uh uh, new fashion trends or something new in my office or I'm telling my past life or something oh I've taken association or no, this is not association what is association association with devotees is made possible by hearing them attentively and asking them relevant questions so many times we ask questions which are not relevant so it is very difficult to meet with devotees so we should positively try to utilize the time and uh, so first of all Hearing them attentively, this is important. So it is not mentioned understanding them attentively understanding is also important, but that is secondary spiritual subject matter. Simply if it is heard attentively, it brings spiritual realization. So simply associating with devotees by hearing them with attention and asking them relevant questions. These are first two elements. Second, uh, third by supplying them food and by accepting food from them so that is why we distribute prasadam to everybody who comes to temple and they also bring something to offer to the lord or they invite the devotees to have prasadam in their place but devotees will not take prasadam unless somebody is sufficiently following spiritual standards so supplying them food and accepting food from them so it is told wherever devotees accept prasadam that place becomes purified So that is why feeding the Brahmanas or devotees, it's a culture, it's part of any Vedic activity that we do, any ritual, any festival, any occasion, any ceremony. So supplying food and accepting food from them. And by giving them charity and by accepting from them whatever they offer. So devotees, sometimes they will bring uh, some, uh, they will give some books, they will give some, uh, some instructions, some other things related to Lord, some Charantulsi, XYZ, we should accept whatever they are giving and uh, uh, no no i don't eat eat outside no as soon as prasadam is brought something we should accept it and by giving charity these are the ways of association priti lakshanam hearing them attentively and asking them relevant questions by supplying them food accepting food from them by giving them charity and accepting from them whatever they offer this is called association so one should associate with devotees by following all these six items second one should chant the holy name of the lord in all circumstances this is also very very important and uh, chanting of the lord's name Prabhupada is explaining is an easy and inexpensive process of realization one can chant any of the innumerable names of lord at any time one should try to avoid offenses there are 10 offenses which one can commit while chanting the transcendental names. And this should be avoided as far as possible. But in any event, because why Prabhupada is writing as far as possible? Because it may not be able to come out of offenses immediately. It takes a long purification. So that is why we should not tell, oh, no, no, I will not chant only because I will commit offense. Just like many people tell, no, no, I need to be pure. So I will not come to temple. I am having bad habits. I will not read Bhagavad Gita because I have bad habits. no. Avoid as far as possible, but it does not matter. At least start start reading, start chanting. But in any event, one should try to chant the holy names of Lord at all times. So how a person can come out of the offences? The solution is not wait for one day when I am very pure. No, by constantly chanting. That is why Prabhupada is told, in all circumstances, wherever you are, you are walking, talking, eating, sleeping. Every time, we should try to chant holy name continuously in every moment of the day. Every moment means literally every moment as far as possible, we should try. That our tongue is constantly vibrating the holy names of Lord. And when the tongue is so engaged throughout the day in chanting, this is the way by which offenses will reduce automatically. First quantity, then quality. Third, one should hear the transcendental topics enunciated in the Srimad Bhagavatam. That is why in our folk residencies, in our temple everywhere, we have this process of hearing Bhagavatam every day in the morning. So this also hearing should be done as much as possible throughout the day, morning and evening, especially we should do twice. But uh, if it is not possible throughout the day, this thing, at least once in a day regularly, we should hear This hearing is made possible through, Prabhupada is explaining also, platform lectures by bona fide devotees, not by any Bhagavad speaker. If he is not uh, a proper devotee, then that may even harm my spiritual life. So by bona fide devotees we should hear and by authorized translations of Bhagavatam. So we can read Bhagavatam, authorized translations and we can hear through platform uh, preaching also. Then after Bhagavashramadam, one should make his home at Mathura, the birthplace of Lord Krishna. So this is very important activity. Now you will tell how is it practical Prabhu? If people of the entire world, how they, if they shift to Mathura, how is it possible? So Prabhupada is explaining. Or one may make his home as good as Mathura by installing the deity of the Lord to be worshipped by all members of the family after proper initiation from the spiritual master. So uh, just like Prabhupada himself did not live in Mathura, he left Mathura for preaching. So what is Mathura? Mathura means the place where Krishna is living and Mathura means where deity worship is happening with great regulation. So one must wonder that why it is mentioned one should make his home at Mathura and not in Vrindavan. So uh, this answer I'll give in the next class. so you can understand why mathura uh, it is there uh, what is mathura so mathura means wherever in a systematic manner in a regulated way very timely dt worship is happening and dt worship we can do properly only after initiation from the spiritual master so wherever we are situated if we are doing dt worship as per rules regulations that is the fifth point dt worship if we do that then living in mathura is automatically executed then we are not living in a house made of bricks but we are in mathura So, but we should live in such a place Mathura or where deity worship is happening in a regulated way after initiation from the spiritual master last point but not the least one should worship the installed deity with attention and devotion so that the whole atmosphere of one's home becomes the replica of the Lord's abode this is made possible by the direction of the spiritual master who knows the transcendental art and can show the candidate the proper method So one should worship the deity installed with attention and devotion so that the whole atmosphere of one's home becomes a replica of the Lord's abode. This is made possible by the direction of the spiritual master who knows the transcendental art and can show the candidate proper method. So deity worship is also very, very important and how deity worship should be done, not formality like many places it is done, but with attention and devotion then we will not be living in this material world, but in Lord's abode. So these are they, these are not the last five points. Rather, those points have not been mentioned here. It is mentioned in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu and other places, but these five points, otherwise people will get scared. So these five points, Lord Chaitanya, as per the present conditions of civic life, he has told we should follow. So uh, after executing the first three elementary items, all of us should try to implement these five things regularly sincerely in our life first is association with the devotees through the six ways as it is mentioned here second is constantly always in all circumstances chanting the holy name it is not mentioned one round two round chanting holy name in all circumstances so this is second point third is one should hear the transcendental topics enunciated in bhagavatam everyday reading hearing bhagavatam fourth is living in mathura means living in a place where regulated worship, seva of Lord is going on. And fifth is that seva, deity worship. So if we do deity worship, then fourth point is automatically taken care. So these five points we should implement. And these are very, very simple to do. What is required? If you have taken initiation, you can install deities. You can start worshiping them very nicely. Then you are living in Mathura. And uh, then hearing Bhagavatam is very, very easy. Have Bhagavatam book, read it here, platform lectures, online lectures, offline. And chanting anyway we are doing association with devotees is also very easy. So Bhakti Yoga is easy. But we have to execute it with determination in devotee association. So the above five items can can be adopted by any man in any part of the world. Thus anyone can prepare himself for returning home back to Godhead. So Prabhupada is mentioning for further details on this subject, one should reach literature like Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. And Prabhupada summarized that in English as the nectar of devotion. So details are found in nectar of devotion. But here Prabhupada has given the summary of all these elements. So please note it down carefully. Or you can again refer to the book, Easy Journey to Other Planets. Link I'll be posting shortly after uh, a few minutes. So please read and implement these instructions. And then uh, we need not wait for going to another planet. In this planet itself, we'll be living in Vakuntha Lord's about. And we need not shift, postpone our miseries, or dash into fire like a moth. Will be very, very pleased and satisfied in this planet uh, here itself. So, Prabhupada mentioned that many, many troubles are going to happen in this world. So, this does the beginning which we are facing. But devotees will always be protected by the holy names of Krishna. So, not just for spiritual life, even for material uh, happiness, this sankirtan process is very, very imperative.